Knowledge must be earned, Tenno. I will share what I know, but you must prove yourself deserving. Welcome to a Cephalon Squared mini-episode. Injecting more Warframe into your week. Here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective and welcome to Cephalon Squared mini-episode number 15. I am your host, Cephalon Greg, and I'm joined by Cephalon Lucas. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good today, Greg. How about yourself? I'm good. Why are you talking like that? I know you're freaking <laughs> jumped up on, you know, poppers or something. <laughs> Energy drink. Oh, I just realised that. Poppers. I just noticed that you were talking very slowly, so I thought I would talk very slowly on your level too. <laughs> it's because I had a stroke. <laughs> Simpsons jokes. Yeah, that's great. Indeed. So we are at it. Mini episode fifteen. That's pretty good. Um, before we kick on into this, we do have some mini news. Uh, some news that took all of us by surprise because Nightwave suddenly appeared on all platforms at the same time, simultaneously, simultaneously, however you want to say it, today. Wow. Today, Lucas. Wow. Wow, indeed. Wow. That's so, all the words I have for it. It's really impressive. I did a write-up on the website today, and basically I've said there it's amazing, and if you're on the fence about whether it's a good thing, it's a good thing. Is it going to... I mean, it it was good to sometimes just spontaneously be able to just get an Oricon Catalyst or whatever. Now you kind of have to plan towards it. But I don't know. I still think it's a better system all round. Yeah. And eventually, once you've forgotten about the old alert system... It'll be the norm. Well, yeah, that's that's a good thing for new players coming in because, you know, they come in now, they're not going to know the old system. They're going to know this system. So, yay. Exactly. So, I think it's pretty good. We might talk about it this weekend. I'd say we will because there's a dev stream and I'm pretty sure they're going to go into it a little bit. So, we'll probably talk about it then. If not, we'll talk about it the week after because there'll be no dev stream then and we need to have a discussion topic. We already have an idea of what it's going to be. So, we might squeeze some Nightwave talk in. We'll see. We shall see. Um, in another topic, it is currently 7pm in the city of Ipswich, and it is 24 degrees with a 55% humidity, so it's quite comfortable today. Yeah, I've just forgot about weathercast, so I'm just bringing up my my converter. What was it, 24? (laughs) That's 75 degrees Fahrenheit for you, a merry folk. And, um... I don't even know what it is right now in Melbourne. Give me two seconds to prepare. How could I forget about the freaking <laughs> weathercast? It's the most important part of the show. Apparently. Trying to get words 30 out. 30 fucking five degrees <laughs> in Melbourne at 10 past eight. That's 95 degrees Fahrenheit at 10 past eight at night. Yay, world. It's going to um, be a hot one for Greg. 20% humidity, so it's not too bad. That's nice. That's actually really nice humidity. It's a dry heat. Because tomorrow (laughs) is going to be 39 degrees, which is 102 degrees Fahrenheit. So tomorrow is going to be a stinker. It's going to be stinking hot. I can already hear hear you cooking. Yeah, and I've got a customer meeting, so I've got to wear a freaking silly suit. 
Anyway, that's enough of me complaining <laughs> about life. Let's move on to Warframe, a thing we don't need to complain about now that cool stuff is coming to it. They seem to be really just sort of releasing cool stuff, and I am on board with that. Nightwave seems really cool. Again, I'll say it again, Nightwave so far is cool. And Umbral Former. Yes, Umbral Former. But this isn't a normal web episode. This is a mini episode. So we got to go straight on to Frost because that's who we're talking about today. Today is the mighty Frost. Frost, as you all know, based on his name, he's an ice frame. He likes to freeze dudes. Um, he is a really, really solid Warframe. His abilities... Because it's just ice, I guess they're kind of dull to, compared to some of the newer frames. But his um, kit is really, really solid. He's got some really good functionality. <laughs> uh, solid. Another ice trick like there. Ice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ice to meet you, Frost. Um, <laughs> he's pretty. He's pretty special. He's got a. He's got a place in all of our cold hearts. I don't know. I'm not very good <laughs> at puns. Um, but. Yeah, you'll often see him in defense missions, popping his bubble over the uh, target and things like that, because, yeah, he's just really good defense frame, but he's also got some pretty good um, damage capabilities as well. So to, so why don't we kick right on into his first ability, Mr. Lucas Sun. All right, so his first ability is Freeze, a single target blast of cold that freezes enemies on contact, dealing 300 cold damage. This also causes a small burst damaging close proximity enemies, so they're huddled together, extra damage around. Uh, services that are hit by freeze will show a cold visual effect, and any enemies that uh, cross into this area are slowed. Indeed they are. Sucked into them. It's great. It's very frosty. <laughs> Anyway, that was his first ability. It's pretty useful. Freezes stuff. Um, the second ability is called Ice Wave. It is a bone-chilling skill. These are your words, Lucas, because you my, read my the words. first article. Um, <laughs> he strikes the ground at his feet, sending forth a wave of articles. Uh, ice, articles? Icicles. <laughs> I told you I was tired. Um, that sprout from the ground, and they pierce enemies. So they cause damage. Um, they're influenced by range mods, so um, the range and the width, because it goes out in like a cone from him, so if you want it to be wider, you uh, apply some range mods to him, but still at base, it travels for 25 meters in a 3 meter width at a 45 degree angle, so that is pretty massive as it is. 25 meters is a long distance. <laughs> Ice wave's pretty cool. Anyway, in terms of the damage, <laughs> enemies caught in the field of icicles will take 700 cold damage, which is quite a lot, with a 100% chance to have their movement speed reduced by half. So it's a very useful CC ability, but it also does a fair amount of damage. Next. Moving on, Snow Globe. The defensive shell blocks all external projectiles from entering, but only as long as it has health. After casting, there is a four-second window where it takes no damage. 
uh, and it has a health value that draws from Frost's armor. With a base um, of 5,000 during, uh, yeah, base of 5,000 health, it's pretty hefty. Uh, during the four second window, any damage it takes is then converted into extra health. So you just stack it up really nicely. Um, additionally, while Snow Globe seems a great ability already, there are, there's more to it. Enemies that venture into the globe suffer from 67% reduction in movement speed, and the globe itself sits at a nice five meter radius at base. Um, unmentioned synergy with freeze. Uh, if the outside of the globe is struck with freeze, the globe will explode, dealing 150 cold damage and ragdolling affected enemies. Uh, and finally, upon casting snow globe, any enemies that are caught within the cast are frozen for three seconds and thrown violently outward. Uh, if they happen to collide with the surface, they can take up to 50% of their health as true damage. Very good. Explain true damage. True damage is where it ignores armor and shielding, and it just does direct damage straight to the health. Full amount. True damage is pretty important. There are a few abilities that um, do true damage, uh, and it's important to note these because it can help you kill things faster. Alrighty. Um, The other thing that I note is that if depending on how you build your globe and the four seconds of damage that it takes while it's invulnerable, the limit is a million health. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, you I can wonder what it would take to get to that. You can stack uh, snow globe on top four of itself. Of so if you yeah. drop one with five thousand health and then drop another one in the same spot, it will actually destroy the first one, and the five thousand health will be leaked into the second one that you cast making a 10k health globe. And, yeah, as Greg said, this can be stacked up to a million health. It's crazy. Crazy. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. The fourth ability is called Avalanche, and it causes an avalanche of frozen death, as Lucas called it. (laughs) Um, So, basically, there's just shitloads of big icy boulders that fly out of the sky and cause damage within a 15 meter radius around frost freezing affected enemies for eight seconds and they also suffer suffer 40 percent armor reduction after a slight delay they take 1500 cold damage which is a hell of a lot most enemies depending on the level that you're playing will die Um, and if they won't well we'll see enemy any enemy that does die will shatter in an explosive fashion, dealing an additional 400 cold damage to any other enemy within a four and a half meter radius around them, and inflicting 100% cold status on on that person that is also hit with the 400 cold damage. So, basically, it does a fair amount of, of kick-ass damage, minus the strength mods, 1500 cold damage is pretty good at its base, freezes the enemy, any enemy that, exp- that dies explodes and then does more damage, and uh, causes a status effect on enemies. So it's just a kind of a domino effect. Avalanche is really, really cool. Uh, so you want to put those strength mods on. Um, casting freeze on a frozen enemy uh, that's frozen with avalanche. You can also prolong the armor reduction, uh, reduction until freeze wears off. So uh, if you've got a higher level enemy, such as a Nox, for example, you can cast avalanche. If the Nox gets frozen, you can cast freeze on them and then just deal some damage. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. 
Moving on to the passive, and the passive's name is Cryogenic. Uh, mm-hmm. Frost literally becomes cold to the touch. If enemies are brave or foolish enough to strike Frost directly uh, via melee attack, there is a 10% chance that the assailant will freeze in place temporarily. It sounds like a boring ability, or a passive ability, but it's actually pretty useful in practice, and... Even though it's a 10% chance, I see it proccing fairly often. Oh, yes. It's um, it's it's quite good. I wish it was a little bit higher. It'd be nice if it was 50%. But then again, mm. every enemy would be frozen, so... <laughs> yeah, yep. 10% is pretty good, so it's... Um, I, I think it's probably fairly balanced. Anyways, let's go into his augments. I augments. will do the reading of the augment names, and you can do the reading of the augment... Ability, uh, effect, yes. Effect. We do that Thank as normal, that's so word. that's what we'll do. Ready? Yep. Freeze force. First ability, cast on allies to give them 100% cold damage for 40 seconds. Ice wave impotence. Second ability, leaves a frozen trail for 12 seconds that slows down enemies. Chilling globe. Third ability, enemies that enter have a 50% chance to be frozen solid. Icy Avalanche. Fourth ability grants allies within the radius of Avalanche an ice shield that absorbs 60 damage per hit. Indeed. So what do you think is um, the best out of those ones? I know you've used a couple. My personal opinion is the Icy Avalanche. Um, it's it's what I run um, whenever I decide to dust off Old Frosty. And... You know, I can write, I can run into a room, hit my avalanche, catch maybe twenty enemies in it, and grant myself and everyone nearby a, a two thousand additional armor. So, and that acts very similar to Rhino's Iron Skin. So it's essentially just gives Iron Skin to you and your entire party. Indeed, it does. Um, it's pretty useful. We've used it quite a few times. It's been a while since you've used Frost, to be honest. Um, yeah, like three weeks now. I think I used them a couple weeks ago. Oh, did you? Well, hmm. I didn't play with you at that time, I guess, because I don't remember. Um, a lot of people like to use Chilling Globe because, uh, you know, especially when you're protecting a defense target because most enemies just get frozen. It's fairly useful, but I think it's probably more useful for early to mid-game players. Um, I think... Well, it depends. Freeze Force is actually a pretty good ability. If you're uh, playing against enemies in which cold damage is actually going to have some sort of effect. So probably Icy Avalanche is really the only ability that's... um, The only augment that's really worthwhile. Uh, I'm sure I'll have a few people telling me, No, no, you can do this and do this and do this. And that's fine. And that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god lucas you keep picking up on that <laughs> you're just listening out for all uses of the word cool yep <laughs> looking for those cold puns <laughs> <laughs> stay cool <laughs> stay frosty let's kick some ice <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, just jumping on I can't for a little bit more, Mister Quotes. <laughs> just jump in for a little bit of like an extra thing. If there was anything on Frost that you wanted to change, what would it be? 
I think I like his kit as it is, but I think his first two abilities are a bit meh. Mm-hmm. I'd really like his ice wave to also include a pushback. So as it moves, it actually it it injures, but it also knocks enemies back. That would be nice. Yeah, um, okay. His freeze ability, it would be good if it had um, splash damage. Well, it it so, does it does already kind of have fr- uh, splash damage, but I, I guess if they increase the radius on that yeah, splash think, damage, yeah, I think it's a little bit small. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, you were you did mention that when you were talking about his first ability, um, that it does sort of have an effect that can slow down enemies. I wish it was a bit... It um, had more impact on enemies um, rather than just slowing them. Mm, yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, see, I, I do like his kit as it is as well. Um, I like your idea with the ice wave having a bit of a pushback, but maybe with, you know, how they've been talking about juggling effects lately, maybe instead give ice wave a bit more of like a juggle effect. I mean, that'd be kind of funny watching enemies bounce along the ice spikes as they go. Um, Mm. uh, freeze. So push up instead of a pushback. Yeah. Yeah. Like a push up would be, it'd be quite interesting. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe like a ragdoll straight up, A, a push up ragdoll. Um, because because the spikes are coming from the ground, so they would yeah, realistically, up. yeah, they would. You would think they would push the enemy up. Um, the freeze, I kind of like as is, you know, with the fact that it's got the uh, the, the synergy with um, avalanche and snow globe. Um, I would I would like to honestly see more synergy with his kit. So maybe if they added something where freeze could. Okay, so Ice Wave, let's say Ice Wave leaves the the spikes in place for about five seconds, and then say you cast Freeze on the spikes and you double them in size, so they, you know, just shoot enemies up even further. I think that would be kind of cool. Um, I do agree, increasing the size of the splash damage would be quite beneficial. Um, but yeah, I think I think just more more synergy is what I think he needs. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot, and just the ability to destroy your snow globe with your first ability which is good because it does cause like an explosion damage when you do that it's still not a massive amount of synergy no um and even that the synergy with with avalanche is minor as well in terms of extending the um armor reduction time yeah Um, because it's hard to notice as well it's not a noticeable change it's noticeable in terms of the amount of damage you're doing but yeah, you don't know when it wears off unless you're keeping your eyes on the numbers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, I know you have a really good build for Frost. What's your recommendation? Icy Avalanche. Um, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of mixed between a Icy Avalanche and a Snow Globe build. So, pack in your armor just to give Snow Globe that little bit of extra oomph. Um, uh, ability strength so that you're doing extra damage with icy avalanche uh you know a bit of range not so much range just a little bit um don't worry about energy i i honestly don't have a prime flow on my frost whatsoever so i've got to rely on my uh my energy regen from my xeneric um operator tree um but yeah no that's that's pretty much it just 
pack in as much damage as you can, a little bit of range, don't worry about duration, a little bit of armor. Yeah, so a lot of people notice that you can actually build Frost's shield to be quite high. And if you listen to our episode, our main episode a couple of weeks ago, where I did um, a beginner topic on health, armor, and shield, you'll remember that armor is much more important, especially once you get armor up at around 300. That's actually, that means uh, that your health is actually doubled at that stage. Frost has 300 armor, or Frost Prime at least, has 300 armor at base. So even though you can get his shield up into pretty massive numbers, you can get his armor up into pretty massive numbers. And you also need to keep in mind that his base armor will affect the stat of his snow globe. So you really want to build Frost for armor. Armor and health is what you want to focus on. Get those numbers up. Um, don't worry too much about his shield, even though, yes, you can build him to have a mighty shield. It depends. I mean, keep in mind that you can have three different builds for Frost. So if you want to have a high shield build just to do um, hijack missions, go for it. There's other ways to do hijack missions, but maybe you're still early in the game and you've only got Frost. That's a great way to do it. But have a second build for him that has high armor when you're when you're just doing defense missions and things like that, because you'll find he's much tankier that way, especially his globe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know a while back I used to run a bit of a, um, yeah, I, I kind of ignored the IC Avalanche a while back and I just went range and armor so that I could have a massive snow globe that would have insane amounts of, of health and you just, and then you, that, for that one, I threw in, um, uh, prime flow. So then I had a huge energy pool and I could just sit there and spam snow globe over and over and over again. And yeah, that would be this, Massive snow globe sitting in the middle of the field. It was a good, <laughs> well, uh, I think it was a good 30 meter radius. Yeah, he had a massive. It was, it was, it was insane. Annoying, but sometimes very useful. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Um, it was giant. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's that's yeah. another build I did. Yeah, Frost is fun to play with. And it's it's been a long time. He was my first Prime that I got because when I started, it was the uh, Twitch Prime giveaway you know september 2017 i think it was yes 17 yep yeah um and i got my frost prime and i loved him for a long time so i've got to go back and use him especially with that harkana skin or however it's pronounced oh Oh, yes so good that deluxe skin is amazing aesthetically pleasing on so many levels Mm -hmm. a frozen bull yep Anyway, so that calls uh, that get, brings us to an end of episode number 15 of our mini-episodes. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Now, keep listening over the weekend. Listen to episode 30, whatever the hell we're up to. What is it? 34? 33? 33. Um, because in partnership with um, Digital Extremes, we will be able to start having monthly giveaways. And we will announce that this coming podcast (laughs) this weekend so our first giveaway will be announced uh this weekend listen to that episode and then keep an eye out on discord and facebook or wherever you watch us uh for more information on that particular giveaway so we're very excited about that speaking of which where can they find us 
Indeed. The easiest place to find us is to go to our website, cephalonsquared.com. Now, if you don't know how to spell cephalon, I'm not sure how you found this podcast, but it's C-E-P-H-A-L-O-N-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D.com. I wish I had chosen cs.com. Cephalonsquared.com is our website. You will find all of the latest news, um, tips, tricks, we do Warframe 101 articles, blah, 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 all of the podcast notes, etc. for every single episode, all the way back to episode one. Um, but you'll also find links to Facebook group, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube's still there, but I really should take it down. Um, <laughs> uh, and invite to our Discord. So however you want to get in contact with us, plus email, whatever you like, it's all there on the website, cephalonsquared.com easiest place to find us apart from that my name is greg newbegin and i am mad capsules in most places on twitter for example mad capsules reach out to me tell me you listened to the show and you enjoyed it i like to hear from people who are you lucas i am lucas silvestri and you can all find me as silverlight mostly everywhere s-i-l-v-r-l-g-h-t Indeed, that is the person that you are. Give us a rating on your podcast platform. You know we're trying to get to 50 iTunes reviews. And when we do, we'll do a live episode, uh, live on video, not just live voice. Uh, So if you think that would be fun and exciting, um, help us out. Go to iTunes, leave us a review. Thanks to Jan at Disco underscore Box on Twitter for the intro and outro. And thank you to you for listening to yet another episode of Cephalon Squared. We'll see you on the weekend for the next dev stream. Yes, we will. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed we shall. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to cephalonsquared at gmail.com or get in touch via Twitter or Facebook. You can also join our Discord or send us a voice message via the Anchor app. See you next week!